Hello and welcome back to the Of Massive Men podcast. My name is Angelo. And I'm Kevin. And today we're going to talk about a tour that Kevin took. Yeah, we're going to talk about my trip to a little park called Disney. And we're going to talk about all the things that happened there and a tour that I took. Called the Keys to the Kingdom Tour. Keys to the Kingdom Tour, indeed. Yes, that's Kevin, if people don't know what the Keys to the Kingdom Tour is, what would you tell them? Well, it's a tour. <laughs> so it's a tour where you walk around Disney, learn some of the secrets behind the magic, and get some insider knowledge. But before we start, Angelo, I do have to say, if there are any little ears listening, close them. Throw them in another room. Turn off this, because we don't want to spoil the magic for any little peewees out there. Yeah, you have to be 16 to even go on this tour. Yes. Because they say this exact thing. Yes. So I don't want to hurt any little peewees out there. So little peewees, you may leave. Go away. Bye. I don't know why any little peewees would be listening to our podcast, but if you are, thanks for listening. This episode's not for you. Bye-bye. Sorry. Now let's begin. Let's get into it. Let's go. Let's delve deep into what is the magic kingdom. And we're going to talk about the keys to the kingdom, Angelo. Oh my god, I can't so even So Angelo, imagine. do you know what the keys to the kingdom are? Like if you had to it's, guess. I actually, I think I do. Okay. It's the five like principles. Okay. Right? It's four. It's like but four yeah. and it's like safety. Yes. Uh, and then three other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's safety, efficiency, show, and courtesy. Those are the pillars that they strive for at the Magic Kingdom. And those are the four keys of the Magic Kingdom. So the whole tour is basically pointing out the four keys throughout the park and like discussing all that kind of stuff. That's what the tour is essentially. So if that sounds cool to you, I'd recommend going on the tour. Because I'm going to talk a little bit about it, but... I recommend that you go on the tour as well because seeing it is different than not seeing it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is. That is true. So let's talk let's about go. our pillars. We're going to talk about them, Angelo. Let's do it. First of all, safety. So when you're walking on the tour and they want to point out safety to you, right? What is safety? Well, it's anything that's not dangerous, I guess. And <laughs> they point out, basically, the safety things are, like, weird things. Like, they're like, oh, you know the train track that they have, um, like, the trolley come down on and everything? Yeah. They're just like, see how it's in the ground and not sticking up? Safety. So. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a odd place. Like, aren't most trolleys like that? Yeah. I don't know. It seems like an obvious well, one. We just kind of train tracks in the middle of the Magic Kingdom. But yeah, and there's always they point out safety things to you, so they're really good on safety there. It's a safe place. Next, efficiency. Basically, the thing they highlight with efficiency is that their rides are efficient, and you shouldn't be waiting on a line long, even though you kind of are. But their rides are very efficient, and they are efficient. It's Some impressive. rides are less efficient than others. That is true, but they are very efficient. So good for them on that. And just in general, getting people through the lands and just the amount of people that visit Magic Kingdom and they're able no, to No, yeah, it's insane that. the amount of stuff they're able to make work on a daily basis every day for all time. Yeah. The next one is like the most clear one and that's show. Because like it's the whole thing's a show. So show is very there. The castle's the show. The cast members are the show, right? It's all part of the show. And courtesy 
is the weirdest one because it's basically we're being courteous to you. So an example that our tour guide <laughs> used was um, outside, it could be cold. And so we let you inside. So our doors are always open to all the shops and things. So you can come inside and enjoy some heat or vice versa. If it's hot outside, we offer you the ability to come in a building and get shade. That's interesting. Very courteous of them, I know. Very courteous. So yeah, those are the four pillars. Any thoughts, Angela? I don't love how they described courtesy. <laughs> Courtesy's a weird one, right? Yeah. They're like, we offer you food. Courtesy. And it's like, I hope you do. So it's safety. Safety. Efficiency. Efficiency. Cur- show. Show and courtesy. Courtesy. Sorry. In that order specifically. In whatever order, really. Well, no. I think they do say it's- They do say it in that is order. the first priority. Yes, it always is. Yeah. So I think it is, right? Well, no, because be show is kind of their most, like, important one. I so mean, it's safety okay. is, people get safety hurt as long first, as a good show, Kevin. But show is, like, Kevin, that doesn't make any sense. And that's one thing that I realize on this tour. Like, you get the idea. Like, I've always known that it's a show, right? Magic Kingdom is a show. Disney's putting on a show for you. But, like, no way. actually doing stuff, like, you actually... I got... From this tour, the big takeaway I took from the tour is that legit, it is a show. Like, I'm watching a show the entire time. Everything there is orchestrated to be a show for me. It's all one 24-hour or however long you're there show. And that was, like, interesting okay. to me. Because it never, like, it's never fully registered to me that it's it's a show, essentially. No, that's interesting. Yeah, like, they describe it as when you come in... Um. You enter the park and like it always starts in black. So when you go under, it's dark and they dim. They, everything's dim and they have like a red. It's like a red carpet for you to walk down. Like when you enter Magic Kingdom and then you turn the corner and that's when you see their main attraction, the like castle. the big title card, which is the castle. Right. And then what plays before a movie? We'll used to is the opening credits. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's Fox. Now, 20th Century Studios. Oh, yeah. Wait, what's the... A division of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) No, wait. What's the Magic Kingdom chime? Magic Kingdom chime. I mean, like, when they have the Disney castle, there's, like, a a chime. Oh, yeah. It's Wish Upon a Star. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. (laughs) It does. That makes sense. Where was I? Oh, you see the castle. So they used to have um, an opening title sequence, and so when you go down Main Street USA, they have the names of people have done things roy disney is there walt is there and you see all their names down main street usa on the windows and such another thing that they have on the windows which i thought was interesting was on the window that's above one of the gift shops i believe they have um they have a bunch of names and one of them is mt lot okay and basically when walt disney was buying land in florida he didn't want the prices to get jacked up because he was buying a bunch of oh land. yeah so he so used, that's one of the names he used yeah, so he made these that's like cool. fake companies in order to purchase the land without anyone knowing that Walt was purchasing the land so there was to be so much money yeah so um one of the names that it was was MT Lot was one of the companies MT Lot get it ha 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 and that's funny so that was one of the companies but actually when I learned that this tour um I learned that this there was a woman who like investigated because it, it was clear that a, someone was buying a lot of land in Florida. Florida. So she investigated all of the companies and they all tied back 
to Burbank, California, and she was able to figure out that it was Walt Disney. That's crazy. And so at a um, it was like a meeting with like I don't know, was it like shareholders or someone? There was a meeting Walt was at. And she literally, they were like, okay, now we're open to questions. And like called out Walt Disney and it was like, so Walt, why are you buying land in Florida? And he didn't want to say no because he knew like people would call back. So he didn't want to lie. Right. So he was like, why would I want land in Florida? It's all this stuff. And he's listing like all this stuff of why you wouldn't want land in Florida. He's like, the mosquitoes, it's hot, blah, blah, blah. And the woman was like. He seems to know a lot about the land in Florida for someone who doesn't want to buy it. And so they like ran with the headline that Walt is going to, to buy land in Florida. And the prices went up. <laughs> like the prices Damn. rose immediately. So Disney World could be so much bigger. It could be. But, it got, but the land became really expensive. I mean, it's already the land at Walt Disney World. Oh, it's is, insane. It's huge. Like I forget how much, I forget what the number is, but it's. There's so much land there, and they've only built on one third of the land. That's why we need a fifth like, park. That's crazy. And they'll fifth only park. ever build on two thirds of that land. Wait, what do you mean? They won't ever build on one third of the land. Will always remain empty because Wait, Walt why? did something where it's like for um, conservation and stuff that uh, they can never build on that land because it's like for the the environment. Interesting. I didn't know Which that. Which is interesting. Yeah. Half of Walt Disney World Resort isn't. Built yet. They, they still have land to build. Fifth Park. Which is crazy. Fifth Park. I want to see a Fifth Park, but I don't know if they're ready. They're still like... They still, these four still <laughs> need some work. They, they're still fixing up the four. Epcot now. still needs some work before <laughs> we get a fifth one. Yeah, Epcot. I think they could um, They should make help out Animal Kingdom a little bit more, too. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, Avatar Land was a nice step. Expand Sunset Boulevard and not with a stupid Lightning McQueen attraction. <laughs> that is true. I like Lightning McQueen FaceTimes his friends, though. It's a good... It's n- <laughs> It's a good two minutes of my life that I won't get back. Listen, I could fix Hollywood Studios in ten minutes, but that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> Kevin, yeah. continue. So one of the things that I took away from the tour as, like, just being there... First of all, first of all, Disney. Now, you know, it's a Disney tour put on by Disney, but you don't have to, like, pat yourself on the back... <laughs> Like, as much as they're doing. I'm a huge Disney fan. I love Disney. But legit, if I was the tour guide, I would not be giving Disney as much, like... Wait, wh- why? What, were it, they, what was he saying? It's just... Okay. He or she or whatever. It's just so much... It, it's it's basically... So it's basically the Imagineering story. Like, the imagine the creation of that documentary series kind of negates this... Um, tour a little bit because all of like the behind the scenes information you learn is all in the Imagineering story even the Utilidor so it's like eh, like it kind of negates it almost like it's different to actually be there when they describe things but like if you're fine not paying the extra what like $200 yeah it's for free on Disney Plus so (laughs) that's one thing but like legit like, when we were going in, so you know how they the Disney's kind of mastered the whole sight lines thing? Yeah. Like, you can't see. Magic Kingdom, the sight lines don't work as well because you could always see into other things in Magic Kingdom, right? I don't know if that's true. Yeah, you kind of can. Like, if I'm in Fantasyland, I could see, like, right into Tomorrowland Speedway. If I'm in Adventureland. Can Land, you really, though? Yeah. What, what, do you mean? what part? If I'm If I'm standing at Winnie the Pooh, I could see Tomorrowland Speedway. I don't believe this. Are you joking? 
Are you joking? Are you? <laughs> I'm looking at my map. Are we really? Yes, of course. What do you mean? It's right there. They're right next to each other. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Kevin, no, they're. I. Oh wait, they kind of. Oh no, they're not. Yes, they are. Well, it's like the very edge. Yeah, and yeah. I could see the castle from Adventureland. Dude. And I could fact check. Well, you can see the I castle looked. from anywhere. You can see the castle from literally anywhere. So they line us up. We're going into Adventureland, and they line us up at the exact angle where you can't see the castle in Adventureland. Like if I stepped <laughs> outside this angle, I could. But then there's like, now look, you can't even see the castle. And it's like this big reveal, and everyone's like, oh my goodness, right? And I'm like, but if I step two feet to the left, I can see the castle. So. Damn. I don't know if this is... I don't think the sight lines are as bad as you're making them out to no, me. No, no, they're not bad. But it's just the the way they, they present it makes them... Like, the gradual change from Main Street USA into Adventureland. Like, yeah, it's cool. But this they talk for, like, 20 minutes about the well, gradual change. And, oh, listen to the music. And, oh, look at this fence. It gradually turns into wood. I oh, like that a look lot, at this. Though. Like, it's all cool. But I don't need 20 minutes of my tour. Yeah, but that's a critically important part of Magic Kingdom. It is. It is. What does that have to do with it? No, no. He's got a point. Our first stop of the tour, we went to Adventureland. A classic Adventureland with one good ride. Yes, we went to Adventureland. Two good rides. Dude, I'm saying Adventureland roller coaster. We need it. What would it be, though? Volcano escape thing. They'd have to build a volcano. Yeah, do it. That'd be cool. Because it'd, be, volcano it'd be the fourth mountain. That'd be cool. Right? They should just, there's a ride in the volcano in Disney Sea that's like Journey to the Center of the Earth or something. It's pretty cool. They should just build that. So, what happens in Adventureland, Kevin? Did they say why they got rid of that t shirt shop that had that Duck Duck Goose shirt? No. Oh. <laughs> there was a shop in Adventureland and it had a shirt that said Duck Duck Goose World Champion for literally five years and it's not there anymore. And that's like a watch shop. Oh, I like the watch. No, <laughs> I don't like it. But yeah, one of the things that I found was interesting was that the Enchanted Tiki Room. Uh-oh. <laughs> the Enchanted Tiki Room, Angelo. What are we saying about the Enchanted Tiki Room? So you know this, like, straw that's, like, makes up the ceiling? Yeah. So like, the roof to the Enchanted yeah, Tiki Room? Yeah. You know what that is? What is it? That's aluminum. That's cool. So literally, the Enchanted Tiki Room is a giant lightning rod. Wait, what? <laughs> so there's like a um there's like a, a lightning rod at the top too. So like the entire thing it's grounded, but it's like this it's a it's like a it's a lightning magnet. Hmm. The whole thing. Like it's so weird. That's interesting. So that's another reason why we shouldn't go on this ride. But well, anyway, I, th- I think the show. Mm. I think they you said it's grounded, so it's grounded, it's so you're safe. It's Disney. What are they gonna do? That is their first um key. The first key. So yeah, then we went on. Then we went on Jungle Cruise. Oh, you you went on the ride we go during on the, ride. the tour. We went on Jungle Cruise. Is it like everyone just gets fast passed? No, we go on with our tour. It's kind of, but like you you get on a, a one with your tour guide, and he kind of gives you behind the scenes stuff. So is the skipper not talking? The skipper is just there, not talking. That's funny. And she kind of nod nodded when we were on it. She's like, mm, yeah. So what was the behind the scenes stuff on Jungle Cruise? You know, not much. To be honest. Did they talk about how they had to get trees from people's No, they did not. Lawns? They did not talk about Disneyland's that. version. We talked about the designers that worked on it, too. We talked about the different animatronics. You know what was interesting? All of the animatronics have 
um, a case in the back of them. So it's like this, it's like an indent in their body that's like, so you just open it up and you can work on and fix them. So behind every single animatronic on the side that's not pointed towards you, there's like a, a like a, a box that you just pull out. That's interesting. And you can, you can't see it on any of them except for when you're passing by the lions, the female lion. If you look behind you, the boat, when you pass by, you can see her her box in the back. Oh, wow. Where they open it up, which was really cool. And then another thing, when you get attacked by, like, the natives at the end, um, they all, the two, first two of them shout gibberish. I believe that all three of them shout gibberish, but the third one <laughs> supposedly says, I love disco. And so I think it's just gibberish that sounds like I love disco. Some people think they purposely put in I love disco. We'll never know. But I think it's all gibberish. Because it does kind of sound like I love disco. But like, does it? Look out. Give the kid some room. He's taking over again. So then we went to Frontierland. And the by Frontierland, we actually went... Off stage. Now, here's some lingo for you guys. When you are on Magic Kingdom on stage, that is anything that the the guests can see. That is on stage. Once you go anywhere the guests can't see, that's called off stage. So when you're on the tour, there's on stage questions and there's off stage questions. Off stage questions you can only ask when you're off stage, and on stage questions you can ask when what you're on stage. What would be like an off stage versus on stage so, question? Yeah, so an off stage question would be like, why is there a string coming from Cinderella's castle all the way to a building in Tomorrowland? What is that, right? Now, if we're on stage, the cast member will give us an on stage answer, like, that's how the prince gets his cable, right? <laughs> <laughs> if we're off stage, he'll be like, okay, that's where Tinkerbell comes down because our person isn't actually Tinkerbell. <gasps> Shocker. <laughs> and Whoa. She flies down. <laughs> Kevin, what? And so that's the kind of the difference there. Okay. Um, I kind of like asking off stage questions and getting on stage answers. That's kind of funny. No, right? I feel like I'd want to know like the answers to like nonsense that I could like come up with. Right. I could be like, well, why from this thing could I do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's very interesting. I'm like, why is there a bulldozer <laughs> right where that roller coaster is being built? <laughs> They're like, oh, the aliens are moving in or something. No, right? I'd like to see the... Like, like you know, the onstage answer for Galaxy's Edge in Toy Story Land was that Andy's got, like, a new playset. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a space playset. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that's good. I like that. I, I read that online that if you asked what, oh, what are those things over there? Like oh, Andy's got a new like like space thing, or I, they might have even said like Star Wars toy, but it, like the onstage answer was yeah that cool that's cool. So we went off stage by Splash Mountain. Where exactly by Splash so Mountain? So it's on the if you're looking at Splash Mountain, it's on the left side of Splash Mountain, in between like where adventure the pathway to Adventureland and Splash Mountain. So there's like an exit. It's where the parade starts. So the first thing I noticed now I come from a theater background. Um, I've done a lot of shows in the theater. And the thing you have on stage... In the theater. In the theater. The thing you have on stage is a sight line. It's so the actors can't go past this line, because if you go past that line, that means the audience can see you. And so the first thing I noticed when we went back off stage 
was there was a sight line right off from where a guest can see you. And I was like, I, I tapped my brother Thomas on the shoulder and I was like, that's a sight line because it was so fast. Because And this is one of the things where I was like, it's a show. Like there's a sight line. So once you pass that sight line, you have to be fully in character because then a guest can see you, even though you're technically still backstage, a guest might be able to see you from this vantage point. That's interesting. So there's a sight line. So you go past the sight line. We walk over where the, the railroad comes through and the railroad's closed for like two years because they're doing construction where Tron is. And so it should be open pretty soon now. Yeah, I don't know. They said it's like 2021. Still. Did they? Yeah. When is Tron supposed to open? That's what it was this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oof. So, um, yeah, so we pass where the train is and we go backstage. Now, this was the highlight of our of my tour. I loved this part of the tour because I got to go behind the scenes. And it's basically a bunch of buildings. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's like storage buildings and all that kind of stuff. So we walk back, and one of the things I see is the back of Splash Mountain. I've never seen the back of Splash Mountain before. It looks like a building, <laughs> and you see the show building of what it is, and it's pretty cool because just the front of it looks like a mountain, and the rest looks like a building. And it's like, whoa. And then he takes us kind of over to the left, like right off of where Splash Mountain is, and he's like, does anyone know what this building is? And I was like, I don't know, storage or something, right? Because we're like not really near anything. Guess what it was, Angelo? Something to the left of Splash Mountain. To the left? Like left like if I'm looking... staring at Splash Mountain, something to the left. So near Adventureland in that kind of area. Wait, let me think. I can get this. 20 minutes later. So to the left of Splash Mountain, I'm going to guess it's where they keep the alligators. Oh, for storage? Yeah. <laughs> Pest control? So let me tell you, Angelo, what building is there? Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> I've heard, because Pirates of the Caribbean is under the train. That's so it why goes under the train to get to the show building. I've heard, I have heard of that. Basically, the area we were at was the parade area. The parade stuff. And so I got to see the floats that, because they just finished the um, the hol- doing the holiday parade, and they're now back to Festival of Fantasy Parade. Okay. And so you had all the, the parade floats that were there for Christmas, just like they are ready to get put into storage for the next year. And then you had the normal fan- Festival of Fantasy parade floats in their normal spot. And it was so cool. They're all packed up, and it's like, ooh, parade no, that's floats. That's awesome. Um, cool thing that I saw, I got to see, Angelo, is them rehearsing for the parade. Oh, really? I got to see there were the dancers, like half in their da- in their costumes, half out of half like regular clothes, and they were practicing. They have like a square um a square road that you can practice on, and they were dancing on it. And they have this thing. It's called a gizmo. And basically, what it is is it's a little thing that spoke that acts as like where the float would be while they're practicing, and it has speakers playing the music. So that you could kind of visualize where a float's going to be while you're practicing dancing. And it was so cool. That's interesting. They like danced past me. I got to view them dancing. And I was like, they're rehearsing. And we got to see all the floats shoved into a storage facility (laughs) for Festival of Fantasy. And it was so cool. And they're all like taken down. Like some of the parts are like bent, like they bend over so you could fit them in the storage facility. And like they look like they're in storage. So, and I knew they were doing Festival of Fantasy that day. So I asked, I was like, how long does it take you to prepare for Festival of Fantasy if like everything's in storage, right? And he, so they prepare like an hour before the show starts. They move all the, 
um, floats out and it takes them an hour to like get set, get everything set up, get the cast members in position, right? And I was like, whoa, that's so cool. I did think it was interesting. I did, I thought it was interesting that um, they kind of seem like like I always picture the Disney parks like all as one thing, but they kind of seem like they're all separate. Like when you listen to him talk about the Disney the tour guide. When you listen to him talk about the different parks, like he was like, we used to have um, the electrical light. What is it called? The um, the electrical light parade. And he's like, we used to have the electrical light parade. And then Disneyland was like, we want it back. So we had to give it back to them. And he's <laughs> like, and then they got floats sent over from Tokyo Disneyland. And they got all the instructions were sent to them in Japanese. So they had to <laughs> find people to translate it for them so they could fix the stuff for their park. And... I was like, no one's going to help you out with this. Like, I thought they were all on the same team, but it seems like they're more separate. That's funny. Which is interesting. It's very interesting. So you went in the Utilidors. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about the Utilidors. How is that? It's like an underground tunnel. <laughs> it's really like, it's exactly what you think it's going to be. Did you see any Mickey Mouses without their heads? No. You know what, Angelo? I did not. Okay. <laughs> and I wanted to so bad. I wanted to see, because they, they warn you before you go down, you might see a, a cast member, you might see a character who isn't quite themselves. Okay, and I was like, oh yes. Oh my god, imagine you saw Rapunzel and like she was like didn't have her wig <laughs> She's on. She's like, no wig. She's like a brunette. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Thank god that didn't happen. I would have been done. I would be like, Rapunzel, what are you doing? She'd be like, I'm not. And I'm like, shh. But you're not actually supposed to like interact with them because they're like off duty. So they don't like you staring and like pointing at them. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, makes sense. <laughs> but you walk down there. And one of the things that was interesting, because everyone knows this, or most people know this at this point, but Disney World is on the second level, right? The Utildor is the first level. Right. Disney it's World built Magic Kingdom is on the second level. And so all so all the elevators that take you up and that kind of stuff are the first floor is the Utildor. The second floor is Magic Kingdom. Except for one elevator. And you know when you win, like, a grand prize to stay at the Cinderella suite. Yeah. You that elevator, because it's a guest elevator, has it has the Utildor's basement and oh. the main floor of Cinderella's castle is one. Which is really interesting. That, yeah, that's great. Because they're still like immersing you in the guest experience, even though you get to go into the Utildor and all that kind of stuff, which is very interesting. Another thing that someone asked was how many Mickeys are there, right? So how many people are friends of Mickey is the term. Right. <laughs> and he kind of like did the math, like just like, I can't, There's we don't know like an exact number, but he just like, you have to have a Mickey for the friendship fair. You have to have the, at one time, it's the at the Mickey meet and greet in Magic Kingdom, there's four Mickeys all at once. So Wait, they, and they oh, cycle, cycle through them. So you have to, and they all have to go on break. So that's like at least eight Mickeys in there, right? That's just Magic Kingdom. And that's just Magic Kingdom. But you know what is also blew my mind? But they say when you get to the summer and it's extremely hot because there's no ventilation or anything, you get people who are in costume as the characters could be out for a ratio of 10 minutes on stage, an hour off stage. Oh, wow. Like, isn't that crazy? Did they swap out like every 10 minutes? Because it's so hot that they have to like, they're in the suits. That's super interesting. Like, so how many Plutos would you have to have to cycle out every 10 minutes? Right. Or like different characters? Like and that then, just blew my mind. And then Chef Mickey's every 10 minutes, there's Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So that's the Keys to the Kingdom tour. Yeah, that was the Keys to the Kingdom tour. Overall... I enjoyed it because I got to go back and see the parade stuff. That was the stuff that 
impressed me the most. The Utilidor was really good too, but we only spend on this three hour tour, you spend maybe 30 minutes backstage. Really? Which is kind of like a lot of it is just going through the history of the Walt Disney Company and Walt and Roy Disney. And it's fine, but this is all stuff I could watch on the Imagineering story, right? Like we also go on Haunted Mansion and we ride Haunted Mansion, but all the stuff they tell you about Haunted Mansion is in the Imagineering story. So it's like I'm paying a lot for this information that I already know. Like it's fun to be there and experience it, but like I think more of it should be backstage than 30 minutes. No, yeah. I almost forgot. So my time at Disney. So New Year's Eve Eve is the day I decided to go and they basically do a, a dry run and like almost a dress rehearsal of the New Year's Eve celebration, but just the night before. So you get it both nights. And so I felt it would be less crowded. It is certainly less crowded the night before. So I went the night before, but it's still very crowded. But you get everything that you get at the New Year's Eve celebration just the day before. And they treat it like literally at midnight. They're like, Happy New Year. And I'm like, it's not New Year. That's funny. <laughs> but um, being at Disney on New Year's Eve is such a different vibe because they don't. it's a disco. <laughs> yeah, legit. It's like a club. Like they're, they're, they have like strobe lights going and it's like. And I was like. Oh my goodness. But they don't play like your traditional land music that like immerses you in the land. They play, but rather they play like pop songs. That's really funny. And, like, it was, but it like gets me pumped. And may I say, it was very crowded, but that might have been my most successful day at Magic Kingdom. Oh wow. Ever. Like I hit we hit like almost every ride in the span of the day. And it was like so crowded. And let me tell you, Angelo, about the Thunder Mountain Riot. Of 2019. I'm ready to hear it. Or at least that's what I've been calling it along with my family. I've been to Disney many times. And I've never experienced something like this before. I'm actually going to call out Disney a little bit. Because it was oh. very unsafe. And shame on them. So because it, it was me, not Kevin. handled Give it best. to me honest. What happened okay. on that day? So the thing about the New Year's Eve fireworks is they do 360 fireworks. So it's around the entire park. Oh, really? It's really cool, yeah. And so one of the things they have to do is they set up fireworks right by Thunder Mountain. So they have to close Thunder Mountain during the fireworks. And they do two sets of fireworks. They do a 6 p.m. one and a, like 11 o'clock one before, is 11, like something around 11 before um, New Year's. And basically, during the 6 o'clock one, they had to close Thunder Mountain. So I was like, hey, let's go to Thunder Mountain. Oh, no. Because it's closed. And right when the fireworks show ends, we can just get on the ride, right? Great decision. But it led to a riot. <laughs> so they, so it, it wasn't a great decision. It was a great decision because we got on the ride pretty fast. But it was very unsafe. <laughs> so What happened, Kevin? Here's what went down, Angelo. The 6 p.m. fireworks are going off. Things are going down. And they won't let anyone on Thunder Mountain. Right? So we're standing there. There's a huge crowd of people outside Thunder Mountain because they have to evacuate the entire queue because they can't have anybody near the room that the ride right because they're setting off fireworks so we're waiting outside the queue and there's this huge mass of people and i'm thinking okay are they going to open it right away or are they just not are they going to wait like right after the ride? so i wanted to go ask a cast member so while i was heading up to ask a cast member he was like i heard overheard the cast member like, as soon as the fireworks end we're gonna um open up the queue again to a woman and so i was like oh shoot because the fireworks were almost over and i was like i need to get back to my party and i gotta tell them so the fireworks end as i'm like dodging back to my family and everyone starts moving and I'm like just like go go <laughs> go get on the line right and so all of these so what happens is 
the cast member goes, unlocks the thing that stops you from getting out of the queue, and this guy darts. <laughs> he leaves, and a huge mass of people just dart for Thunder Mountain, just trying to all get on the ride. And Angelo, I've never seen anything like it. Kids were on the ground. People were walking over them. Kids were screaming and crying. And like legit, it was like it was like Black Friday, Angelo. Like the things you see in like horror stories of Black Friday, that's what it was. Kevin, I don't think Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is that good of a ride to have a riot on. <laughs> it's a great ride. But the line was like 85 minutes all day because it's really crazy. crowded. And literally, Angelo, I was getting crushed by people because <laughs> I was like, I was, my brother was in front of me and I was trying not to push him, but people were like yanking at my back. And I was like, oh my goodness. There was a guy with a, his daughter on his shoulders and a woman trying to like claw her way into the line was pulling her off of her dad's shoulders and the dad was getting angry and this woman and this guy started fighting and she like hits him and I was like, oh my goodness. I have never <laughs> seen anything like this. It was like, it was, I, I was speechless. Like legitimately have never seen anything like this at Disney. And then we finally get on the ride, right? We're in the queue. The queue's pretty empty, so we're just walking through. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never seen anything like that. And as we're walking in, you know how Thunder Mountain splits into two lines once you get to yeah. where the track is? We're walking down, and this woman's like, go, go, go with your kids. Angela, there's no line. <laughs> like, like this lady could just walk at a normal pace. But she's like, she takes her daughter, or what I assume is her daughter, it's a child, throws her daughter over one of the barriers, like tossing her. The daughter kind of lands and does a tumble. And then she's like, keep going, keep going. And they're running it. And I'm literally standing there like, what is happening? <laughs> I've never seen anything like this. These people are crazy. Like this woman just threw this kid like over a, a railing. Like it was mind blowing, Angelo. I think you have to be a little crazy to go to Disney during the holidays. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was, it was. So crazy. that's, that's actually it's crazy. It was insane. I've never seen anything like it, Angelo. Like, I've done Rise of Resistance crowds. I've done... You've done Seven Dwarfs. Like, it's... This was, like, a whole other level. People were really fighting in the line? People were fighting. Like, this woman, like, was taking Did this Did daughter. do anything? No. That's what was... Disney, I'm sorry, but that's, like, what the hell? The cast member who opened up the, the queue opened it and, like, darted away. <laughs> this... This is not okay. This needs to stop now. Oh, yeah. The new and improved. Skyliner. And let me tell you, I like it. It's kind of fun. Um, you don't... The lines for it aren't that bad. I think they're trying to divert it so more people go on the Skyliner. Do you have to ride with random people, though? Yeah, sometimes. But sometimes you get it alone. Depends on, like, the crowd level. Right. But let me tell you, riding into the stations on a Skyliner... Is the scariest moment of my life. <laughs> what? <laughs> For some reason. Does it stop in the stations? Yeah, they stop at the stations. Okay. So For it's not like reason, forever going. There's a, there's a, um, in between, I think it's in between Epcot, in between Epcot and the Riviera, there's a station that kind of just turns you into a right angle. So you just turn. But legitimately, it's so scary. Because <laughs> when you come into the stations, for whatever reason, you speed up to, like, triple the speed you were going in the first place, like, <laughs> into the other cars. And every single time, I thought we were going to hit the car in front of us. Because you just, it's like you go so fast into it. And I'm like, brake, brake, oh, my God. And then you, like, brake suddenly. 
But, like, legitimately, I thought I was going to get hurt, like, every single time we went in. Because it speeds up, like, triple your original speed into the station. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> is, that your, is that your complaint with the Skyliner? It's not really a complaint because it's it, fun. It looks like you're going like to die for three seconds. That's funny. It's safe as a ski lift, so. Well, there's been other Skyliners. Yeah. The Disneyland original Skyliner. There's a Six Flags Skyliner. Though people get stuck on the Six Flags one all the time. Do they? Yeah. I've never been stuck on it. I don't think I've ever personally taken it myself. Sometimes it stops. That's dingy. That one's dingy. The <laughs> Six Flags one? Yeah, the, I don't know it's, what it's a, we're thinking. The Disney one's a well-made Skyliner. Also, Six Flags isn't even that big. We could be, I need to take the Skyliner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what am I thinking? Although, if you want to get from, like, Nitro to Bizarro, that's a little bit of a walk. We're talking about Great Adventure, by the way. Wait, Nitro's say. not near Skyliner, though. Yes, it is. I mean, not near. No, there's the one near... Sk- oh, no, yeah, it kind of is. You have to go... There's one by Skull Mountain. Yeah. And there's the one... And then it takes you by the... By... The wooden one. I don't know what that ride is. El Toro? And where the... Yeah, near El Toro. By where the, um like, animal observation thing is. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I know what ride... That weird roller coaster. That's, like, a baby one. Not a baby one, but the one that like goes over the water next to El Toro. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The wooden yeah, one, yeah, the train yeah. one. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever gone on the the animal thing there? What animal thing? Like the am- like you see the animals. Like oh, the safari. Basically, like um, Kilimanjaro. Safaris. I did that when it was like drive through. Uh huh. Do you remember that? Like you could drive your car. Yeah, like oh, you just no. take your own car through. Really. It. It was yeah. It's literally like the safari, but like you drove through it. That's really cool. And, like, monkeys would jump on your car sometimes. What? No, yeah, monkeys stole, like, I think, like, one of the bars on the top of, like, my mom's minivan one time. Oh, my gosh. Wait, Six Flags needs to get it down there. What's going on? I mean, they, they did. Let you now, drive your car? Well, now you're not allowed to anymore. <laughs> but people would, like, feed animals and stuff. Yeah, it seems weird to just let people drive their cars. Yeah, but it was so cool. <laughs> but... Yeah, I've never done their safari. It's probably not as good as Kilimanjaro. Like, I can't imagine. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> as good as Kilimanjaro. But I haven't been on the new one where they drive through it. It's like their own vehicle. Yeah, yeah I've only been on the um, one where you drive through it, which is insane. I want to go on the log flume at Six Flags. It's a good ride. I've never been on the log flume, and I love log flumes. I I like the rapids, but you're guaranteed to get soaked on the rapids, so I don't go on it. Yeah, I don't usually go on the water rides when I'm at Six Flags, because I usually don't go in the summer. Superman's cool. Superman's a great ride. Although that flip... It makes me want to pass out. (laughs) Yeah, the flip? I think I'm getting too old for roller coasters, Kevin. Are you? I almost passed out on Nitro. Really? Like, like Like, I feel like I'm, like, blacking out. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I know. Maybe I'm just, like, unhealthy. No, I don't think that's it. I'm just old. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think I can do it anymore. But, like, Superman and um, Rock and Roller Coaster both, like... Rock and Roller Coaster me. doesn't do anything to me. I oh love God. it. I, I literally feel like I'm dying. I don't home. understand why that you feel launch, like that. Because the, the launch, launch is the best part. that fast. Like, Test Track goes faster than the launch. I do feel like I'm going to have a heart attack on that launch one day. <laughs> but it's so much fun. Literally, I like my like I swear I die for a few seconds on that launch. I thought I died on Tower of Terror because I don't know, maybe it's just every time I've been on Tower of Terror, you've at least gone up, seen a view, seen the view and then dropped. 
but it didn't. It, we, I had a one where it didn't. Yeah, do but that's that. better because then you thought you were gonna die. Yeah, I thought I was gonna die. Angela. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the point of the ride. This is not the point of the ride. I don't want to question. Literally, I thought something snapped and we were <laughs> legitimately plunging to our deaths for like a split second. And that's when they took the picture, and I lost that because for some reason that didn't go onto my um. Our account, my experience, my Disney experience account. For some reason, that picture didn't go on there. But legitimately, I want that picture because you can see my face where I actually think I'm gonna die. <laughs> it's, <laughs> oh it's my terrible. god, that's great! There was one time I got a really good sequence on Tower of Terror. Because mm. I mean, it was a good sequence because I was like, ooh, because it was like something new. But yeah, like, yeah. I honestly thought something broke and I was gonna die. I think they should make it go sideways. Really. I think we like need to... Like, shoot you sideways? Yeah, they should spice up Tower Terror. I don't think they can actually do that. How does Tower Terror work? I don't understand how rides work, Kevin. Like, how can it drop you, like, free-falling, and then, like, you don't Ooh, die? it doesn't free-fall. What do you mean? It it pulls you down. Is it... Wait, really? Yeah. So the Tower Terror legitimately pulls you down, and then pulls you up, and pulls you down. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> My... My life is ruined. Sorry to spoil that for you. Oh no! Have you but been? You on, wait, have you been like on the... the contraption? You're on like a card that goes into the, the the elevator that pulls you up and down. Have you been on the the on King Daka? They have the drop tower now. No, bro. <laughs> no, I will not be on it. The King Daka drop tower. You know what I'm talking about? Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like inside the ride. Yeah. Yeah. It's the craziest drop tower I've ever been on. It was so crazy. Uh-huh. Literally, this is gross. <laughs> but literally, when it drops, my face like 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 gets like fucking like opens not of my choice and like fucking like spit comes out of my mouth because it's like and then just fucking like honestly, I think I'd die. It's the worst it's the best drop tower ever. But oh my god, I'll never do it again. <laughs> I hated it. Because I I can't do it's things so where they scary. shoot me real fast, like from a speed of zero to whatever. Like, that's why I can't do Rock so and Roller Coaster, because I literally am going to die. Because it just goes from zero to 60, and my body goes into shock. And I'm like, even though I'm prepared, I don't know. I can't do it. Um, Have you ever been on an airplane, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> but no, that speeds up gradually. Yeah, but it's still like zero to like 300. In like twenty seconds. Like I right? will never go on King Daka because I know I won't like it. I know I'm gonna think I'm I'm gonna die. And oh so my god! If I'm King just Dick, choosing if not on, to do that. If you were ever on King Daka and I went backwards, you'd flip. <laughs> you know, and it doesn't make it up the hill. Does it do that? Yeah. So, so sometimes if it doesn't have enough power from the launch, it won't complete its way. Oh my god! And so it comes back down, but they, there's like things in place so it doesn't like explode. Like like oh it, like, like like that's normal like that happens. Kindergarten God breaks down all the time. I've I've never been on it because Another it's just the lines forever. Never go on King Daka ever in my life. Kind of. If I go on a ride and it breaks down, I'm freaking getting off that. What is that's a joke? It goes up and then it's like oh we don't have enough momentum and we back down. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. I'm gonna like write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> You should go on the drop tower. It literally takes the fucking liquids from your mouth and fucking expels them. I can't do that, Andrew. Dude, it's so I think crazy. I'd literally have a heart attack. Because I almost have a heart attack on Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, my God. I don't know why, though. Because, like, Test Track goes faster. Yet, Rock and Roller Coaster... Test Track isn't zero to 60, though. Exactly. That's why I think, well, that's why I think it is. 
Because legitimately, I'm just like. Although, oh, bring back old test track. The new test track's fine. No, it's not. I don't like it. It's fine. It's like they took the soul out of it. Now it's just like, oh, from Chevrolet. Oh here's, yeah, here's it's just a complete track. Chevrolet. Don't ad. you like Chevrolet? <laughs> Buy a Chevrolet. Like, calm down, dude. Right. It's I'm like it's just an ad. For, that, it's just an ad for Chevrolet. It's kind of always been an ad. And it's like, Simmons. like especially the China Pavilion. It's just an ad for. Does China. anyone know what Simmons does? No. The people who do Spaceship Earth. It's like you no, know it's like. Do? Welcome to the Simmons Science Whatever. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. What do they do? I don't know. Let's look it up. Not out. a very good ad. <laughs> what does what Simmons do? It? Is it spelled Simmons? S-I-M-E-I-N-S. Look, jobs and careers, company. No, look, it says the technological and innovation yeah, tomorrow. Simmons. The worst at the end of Spaceship Earth, and it's like, your time thing will what now start do? rotating backwards. Products and service. What building. do they do? So they're just like an invention company, it looks What's like. What's their product? Cooking Energy, products. drive technology, building technology, financing. Why is it a Disney ride? I mean, I think they just sponsor it. Don't you love the part they're of Spaceship Earth? They're just an Earth? innovation company. Don't you love the part of Spaceship Earth where it's like, your time machine will now start rotating backwards to take you back yeah, to time. Back. That's cute. And it's like... Oh, and now here's a three-hour thing. I think oh, they need yeah. to change that. Add more show scenes, which I think they're supposed to be doing, and update that ending like, oh, the future. Here's your future or your past or you know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what never needs to be updated? Tower Tower, because if they get rid of that, I'm going to cry. But no, they need to update it. No, they don't. They need to make it more like the California Tower Tower. Because no. in the ride in Florida, because of the ride system, it's always breaking down. Kevin, I don't believe this. I had to the be longest with you, wait. I of my don't believe Disney this is a real life. thing. I don't think this Tower is Tower. true. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's, okay. so Tower Tower has never broken down when okay. I've gone on it. Well, you're high, okay, <laughs> Kevin? Yeah, I'm high because I'm riding the I'm riding the actual ride, Kevin. You're sitting in the line for three years. Kevin, listen. It, broke down. it, it breaks never down. breaks down. Literally, it literally every never single day. I've never had a breakdown. I've never day. had a breakdown. Thank you so much for joining us on the Of Mouse Men podcast. Come back every week. We have a new podcast every Friday. And as always, I'm Kevin. And I'm Angelo. And until next time. So long, everybody. Let me live my life. What? Are you breaking it? Why is it making that noise? Do you want me to do it to you? What are you sticking into it? Oh, the pin. Angela, you're going to put holes in the walls. Bro, that's the point of the walls. To put holes in them? I don't think so. It's for sound. So more holes is better. I don't think so. Yes, it is. Angela, you're ruining the place. I'm not ruining it. This is vandalism. Dude, it's literally not. <laughs> okay, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs>